On this week's episode, we serve you two courses of Thanksgiving true crime, followed by a review of our new favorite holiday movie, Blood Rage. So once your family passes out on the couch, join us in the pod shed. We're eating our turkey with a side of psychedelic mushrooms and talking about murder. everyone welcome back to another episode of thc true hollywood crime i'm your host mariah this is your host bailey me her hey happy thanksgiving happy gobble gobble it's the day after thanksgiving this is thanksgiving weekend and our bodies are really fucking mad at us (laughs) we're trying our hardest to recover we had a little fun last night on thanksgiving we had a very small thanksgiving very covid friendly thanksgiving calm down karens but we were together I mean, we breathe the same air. We live next door to each other. We're family. We're an extended household. That's right. Mm-hmm. We got nice and drunk together. God damn, did we get drunk. <laughs> we had lots of good food. Oh what God. did we have for Thanksgiving that we don't normally have, V? What does your husband work so hard <laughs> on? <laughs> Turducken. Because, you know, when you've got a duck in the freezer, what better excuse do you need than to just debone three birds and put guts all over my fucking kitchen yay so bailey's husband nick made a turducken i was very impressed by it it was really good should we place bets now that i set my mittens on fire so (laughs) once again we always talk about this we are in the freezing cold pod shed under blankets bailey's wearing rainbow um unicorn mittens like the responsible adult she is and we're going to see if she sets the unicorn's manes on fire. Because yeah. it's just like yarn. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be worth it. I'll be so warm. we took a break last week because we had, I had some personal stuff to take care of. But it feels like we haven't <coughs> podcasted in like six months. I know. We missed you guys as much as we know you missed us. <laughs> you guys. All three of you. <laughs> we really missed doing the show for y'all. I know. It feels like it's been forever. And then me not having an excuse to get dressed up was just heartbreaking. I know. B's costume this week isn't that great, but we'll take some good pictures. Yeah. <coughs> the the imagery is definitely there. You'll see it. Nothing compared to our Friday the 13th photo no. shoot. We could have taken pictures all night. <laughs> Amazing. Absolutely incredible. Oh, my God. How was your two weeks since the last time we podcasted? You know, it was a big well, I know, load of I know. <laughs> We're supposed to be talking to people who don't know us. big load of dog shit. Oh. Just, I mean. Big load of dog shit for Ca- Bailey. Yeah, California's just blowing up with COVID again. And yeah, we're back are, to the purple tier. Yeah, things are getting crazy. Everything's, I guess they said they're getting locked down again, but, but I I, we're not seeing it. Lockdown. Yeah, they're talking about it, but I'm not seeing a response. Mm-mm. Yep. Great. Well, what are we doing for Thanksgiving podcast? This is episode 20, by the way. Whoa, we did it. That's really exciting. So I'm going to do two very short true crime cases about family murders that happened on Thanksgiving. And then B got to watch a movie that we had never heard of before Mm -mm. from the 80s. And it might now be like a Thanksgiving tradition that I watch this movie every year. Because you watch Krampus every year for Christmas. And Leprechaun every year for Patty's Day. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) The original, the OG, don't get crazy with the other ones. But the one with Jennifer Aniston, for sure. And the original knows. Mm -hmm. The original Jennifer Aniston knows. (laughs) It makes a big surprise. (laughs) (laughs) 
so now but yeah have, this might be it for thanksgiving what's this one called so you had sent me the poster and the poster was blood rage Ooh. but when i looked it up and the way that i found it on like my tubby app it was slasher Okay. So it was like it had two names, but I think the the known name is Blood Rage. I feel like it's never a good sign when a movie changes names. Yeah. It's well, I mean, you love this movie. I but do, but I that think doesn't for general say audiences, yeah. it might be a bad sign when a movie just changes names out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But B loved her movie this week, so I'm super excited to hear about it. Um, I wish I had more to talk about. I really can't think of anything I've done for the past two weeks. It's all I don't such think a blur. I've done anything. It's just a blur. Mm-mm. Nope, just staying inside trying to stay healthy trying to stay sane yeah, yeah i guess i i can't think of any tv i've been watching i haven't been reading well i mean i've definitely been watching married at first sight but we'll, oh we'll i haven't been you probably you're probably ahead of me by now i want to say i'm on like episode 14 whoa of season seven yeah i'm still on episode like three all right <laughs> <laughs> I guess I have some Married at First Sight to watch. <sighs> the problem is, is Ben has not been here. Right. So and he's your binging partner. I mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Like, who am I going to binge with? Lou's not going to watch it with me. Yeah. I don't need anybody but me and my glass of wine to binge with. <laughs> I know, but by the time I get to binge on something, it's like mine and Lou's time to hang out at night. I know. He doesn't sit around and play on his uh, pretend fantasy right. <laughs> video games like your husband does. Uh-huh. So we have to like decide on our online family mm-hmm. that's right uh is it league of legends no yes we've talked about it before yes because it's not world of warcraft it's lol correct yes All right see you know better than i do yep so okay thanksgiving true crime time you guys ready gobble gobble do you, should we do a cheers a happy thanksgiving cheers another one <laughs> sorry liver <laughs> my body is hating me we did beer bongs before we started recording, and I instantly, my stomach, like, cramped up. Like, like what are you doing? Why are we doing this? Get a fucking life. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. You're old ladies. <laughs> it was a rough one last night, guys. Thanksgiving, we get turned up. We always have. Why? Like, why is it such an exciting night for us? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's food and... I don't know. You've been cooking all day. I like to drink when I cook. So Yeah, so I think it does. It just spirals. I mean, you saw me. You came over for something, and I had already had the vodka out with my coffee and my I came Kahlua. over to ask Bailey something. Again, we're neighbors. And she answers the door, and she's prepping her green beans in a bra and a skirt and her yeah. hair in a towel, <laughs> drinking vodka. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. At like two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. yeah. And in all fairness, Nick was in pajamas. Yeah. Dealing with his turducken. He was turducken. in pajamas until like a half an hour before we walked yeah. next door. Fantastic. <laughs> I love it. Um, God damn. We're <laughs> yeah, disaster. B and I always, like of all the holidays. Yeah. We spiral on Thanksgiving. Yeah. But we always spend ho- Thanksgiving together. Yeah. Which is weird. Even when you lived in the Bay Area... I would ditch my family and go hang out at your family's house for Thanksgiving. Yeah, because my parents would start relatively early, and I think you would be like a later. No, your parents, by the time food showed up to the table, it was nighttime. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, my parents would do an early Thanksgiving, and it was not good. And then I would leave and go to B's house for, like, the Thanksgiving after party. Yeah, the follow-up. And then it got to the point where I would just come over just for Thanksgiving. Like, I just told my mom I'm not doing this anymore. Right. Like, you know I'm leaving. Like, yeah, I'm going to B's yeah, house Yeah, there's no point in lying. Yeah. 
Yep. <laughs> I think I've even gone after you moved up. Um, oh, you for sure did. Yeah. And yeah. I would still go. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lou and I would go to Thanksgiving at your parents' house. It's yeah. the best time. Yeah. Her parents has hella people over. Everyone's shit face drunk by the time we eat. It's fantastic. I realize it now looking back. It's because it was all the people that didn't really have family. Yeah. I know. They like pieced their family together. Exactly. Each and so every one of them. That mm-hmm. and um, Christmas Eve. Yeah. They would always do a thing for Christmas Eve. I'd go over for that. And it's great because it would be people that I don't know except for those like two times a year. Right. And it's like, oh, you yeah. would pop up and like, oh, you had a kid? You had a kid? You got married? <laughs> Your kid graduated? <sighs> it's the best. So yeah, B and I always get turned on Thanksgiving. <sighs> were you pregnant on Thanksgiving? When you were yes. Oh my God. Was it awful? Uh, yes. Because like everyone's complaining about how full and uncomfortable they are. And I'm like, I'm nine months pregnant. You're like, oh yeah, duh. I know when Vi's birthday is. That was a dumb question. Yeah, to ask I like. You. I am beyond pregnant. And also, not only do I feel that way all the time, but now I have to do it sober. And that's and just it. You're drunk. Ashes. Going through the holidays, all of them: Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. Sober was awful. Girl, try getting married pregnant. No, just kill yourself. Right? There's no point to God, it. Why are kids? I found out I was pregnant like a week before our my wedding. Yeah. And our wedding was in Las Vegas. Right. So I got to be in Las Vegas the sober worst. and pregnant. The worst. Uh, and I know I was difficult to deal with. But you know what? That's just what people had to deal with. Yeah. It's a good thing you love them because all the rest of this shit is just not worth it. <laughs> it's it's really not what it's cracked out to be. Uh, <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. Are we done? kids. The rambling. Yeah. Uh-huh. Our rambling intro. By the way, guys, we ate, we ate psychedelic mushrooms before we did this. So don't listen. I don't know where this is going to go. We know where this is going to go. We're this is going to go to us cackling at each other, screaming about married at first sight. Me not having movie notes. Yeah, B forgot. B, you guys. I'm a fucking disaster. Miss OCD type A forgot her notes. So she's going to go off the cuff. I have a feeling the mushrooms will be kicking in right about that time. Right. Absolutely. I was very happy when we decided to take mushrooms that I always go first. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, great. I get mine out of the way. I will just sound like the normal (laughs) amount of idiot that I normally sound like. But Uh, Bailey might go off the rails a little bit. So on that note, we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. Watch nothing happens. We just hyped it up. And it's just the same. (laughs) All right. He wants some. Okay, so I set it up that I have like a appetizer and then like a main course of course because it's thanksgiving it is thanksgiving and i'm the pie yes (laughs) you're the dessert (laughs) yep okay you ready so we're gonna start with brent springfield amazing who um thanksgiving 2004 brent leaves colorado where he has a wife and four adopted kids to return to his family house in montgomery alabama his parents have supported him for years, like his whole life, probably. Winner. They bought his house for him. They gave him a job because they own whatever, some business. Yeah. Um. So they already pay him 30 G's a year salary. And then they also give him a spending allowance. Oh, so why would he do anything for himself? They ever? bought his vehicles <laughs> for him. They pay his credit cards for him. And they've also financed college and trips around the world for him okay besides being uh the world's biggest 
I guess it's not helicopter, but codependent parents. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, they're good people. They're stand-up citizens. They give to charity. They're pillars of their community. Everyone loves his parents. And for the most part, people say the same thing about Brent. Stand-up dude. Good dude. Great. Um, he goes to college at Naropa, Naropa University. Narupu. In Colorado, <laughs> where he studies religion, um, especially... Eastern religion. He's like super into it. He's obsessed with Buddhism to the point where he builds an eight foot by eight foot monk like cell to in his garage to live in, hmm. which mildly concerns his family. A little bit. <clears throat> so he. Could you imagine? <laughs> so he. Hey, babe. What's our kid up to? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in my monk cell. I have to meditate. <laughs> I can't. You. If you hear if you hear a third person laughing, my baby sister is here. She's a ghost. She's in she's in town. <laughs> she tested negative for COVID, so everybody calm down. Cool it. She's here visiting with, with her baby. With her two babies, one of which is a right. full grown boyfriend Speaking who is of much, us being old. much younger than Bailey and I. And her cute, sweet little baby. So she's in here hanging out, having some girl time in the pod shed. So yeah, you can pretend she's a ghost if you want. Okay. So he does get diagnosed bipolar and he does get put on medication and that does help. But he still is prone to like some erratic, strange behavior. Yep. So 2004, Turkey Day, right? Thanksgiving. Oh, sorry. This is before Thanksgiving. So 2004, his parents tell him that they're going to start cutting off his financial support. Um, They even threaten to sell his house with said wife and kids living in it, right? So... Brent decides to visit them for Thanksgiving. And then Brent snaps. And he beats his parents to death with an axe handle and Damn. then stabs them repeatedly. Two weeks later, he checks himself into the Centennial Peaks <coughs> Hospital, which is like a mental hospital, <coughs> where he confesses to everything. He pleads guilty. And in 2008, he's sentenced to life with no parole. And in 2013, he ODs on Tylenol and dies in prison. So there's your appetizer true crime Thanksgiving on case. Tylenol. You can OD on Tylenol. Well, yeah, I know you can, but just. Well, like, how else is he? What else is he going to Right, because you're in, in prison. prison. I know. He probably had to save it up. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's Brent Springfield. And by the way, there's like quite a bit of Thanksgiving massacres, like familial massacres. Yeah, family drives people crazy. For sure. Um, There was like too many small cases to put together. I didn't want to do like short case short like one after the other there's a really famous one that's actually has a lot more detail to it but i thought if by any chance we are still doing this next november you want to save it i would save it yeah in the pocket keep Mm -hmm. it in the pocket so that's why i'm doing appetizer and main course here's your main course guys 32 year old joel did i just say his name wrong joel (laughs) i said joel 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 guy jr joel joel guy jr 2016, Joel returns to his hometown in Tennessee from Louisiana for Thanksgiving. He hoped that by surprising his dad, 61-year-old Joel Guy Sr. and 55-year-old mom, Lisa Guy, that it would be like a happy family reunion and that he could persuade them to not cut off his financial support. That's right, Bailey. (laughs) Two crimes. That's not where my head went. Did you think penis? Yeah. I knew it. As soon as I said cut off, I'm like, oh, she's going to think it's penis. Why? Why? 
What's doing? wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Like, that would even make sense. <laughs> Why would his parents want to cut off his penis? How would they even, ha- how would oh. they make it happen? No, cut off his financial support. Support. They've been supporting him his whole life, just like our friend Brent. Okay, take a note here, people. And they're actually getting ready to retire, so they need the extra money. So they are going to start weaning him off of his financial support, which, of course, pisses off Joel Jr. So he wants to do this happy surprise. I'm here. Thanksgiving. Don't you love me? Don't you want to keep financially supporting me? (laughs) But that doesn't work out the way he's expecting. So... He goes with plan B, which is if his parents both die, he gets a 50. He gets everything. He gets a $500,000 life insurance policy. Love it. That's clearly the better choice. Yes. So while his mom's at the grocery store, Joel Jr. stabs dad, Joel Sr. in the upstairs exercise room, which, by the way, that means that they have some kind of money if they have an upstairs exercise yeah. room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he stabs him to death. And then his mom returns from the store and he stabs her to death. He stabs his dad over 40 times. He stabs his mom over 30 times before dismembering their bodies. And he starts the process of dissolving them in like an acid solution. Wow. Okay. So during all of this, though, Joel Jr. is injured. So he has to go seek some sort of like treatment for that. And while he's gone... um the police do a welfare check on his mom because his mom didn't show up to work on the Monday, the 28th. Mm. And like you, not showing up to work without a phone call or anything would be, would be really very unusual. weird for her. So the police do a welfare check. Um, They find probable cause to go. There's like a lot to this that I honestly didn't write down. They find probable cause to get inside the house. Yeah. They find two plastic bins with his parents' torsos and limbs dissolving in the acid. Um, They find his dad's hands on the floor. And they find his mom's head soaking in that same acid solution in a pot on the stove. Oh. Perfect. Um, Detective Jeremy McCord describes the massacre inside the home as, quote, unquote, the most horrific thing I've ever encountered in police work Could and you in imagine? my entire life. Could you imagine a head in acid mm-hmm. on the stove? I mean, there's a picture of it that I'll post, but yes. not of the head. It's just oh. of the pot. Okay. And it's of like a big stock pot Get me all with a lid on it on the stove. So they also find in Joel's room that he's staying in at his parents' house, his backpack with a notebook in it. You can find... And I actually have it pulled up on Wikipedia right now. I might read it after the case is over. Just like quick bullet point. But it's like pages and pages and pages of like pre-planned how he was going to do this. Yeah. A quick overview of what's in the notebook is um, that he wants to stab his parents, chop up their bodies, flush chunks of them down the toilet, uh, clean the crime scene with bleach, melt off their fingerprints, Put both the bodies in the shower to rinse off any evidence. Mm. Then use sodium. This is a direct quote. Use sodium hydroxide to destroy the tissue and soften the bones for transport. Based once every hour to accelerate. Oh. So there's your Thanksgiving recipe, guys. Yeah. A little concoction Base for you. Base the parents' bodies once yeah. an hour to help deteriorate to their them. bodies. Yeah. Uh-huh. So um, let's see. 
So he's also seen on several surveillance tapes going to multiple like hardware stores to buy all the stuff that he used because he actually did a lot to his parents' bodies. Okay. Um, so much that I didn't want to write them all down because it's it's a it's lot. a lot. He just did a lot of shit, a lot of fucked up things to his parents' dead bodies. God. So there's surveillance footage of him going to several hardware stores to buy all the equipment for this. And he's arrested on Tuesday the 29th as he's getting into his car at his apartment complex. And when he is arrested, they find a meat grinder in the trunk of his car. So I'm assuming he was headed back to his parents' house. Um, October 2nd, 2020, he's found guilty and ordered to two life sentences without the possibility of parole. Thank you. So there you go. There's your main course, Thanksgiving Day family murder. I love it. I love how they both have that in common. Yeah. What assholes. And I asked you for a baster and you provided. So You did? Yeah. What do you mean? The last time we recorded. I don't remember at all. Yeah. I'm like, there's got to be something to do with the turkey baster. There you go. Yeah. Wow. Maybe that was what is in like the back of my mind when Mm -hmm. I wrote that down because I was really excited about it. I appreciate it. You want to hear some bullet points from his um, notebook? Of course. Uh, get so this is this is I guess it's written out in bullet point or maybe Wikipedia just listed them yeah that way get carving knives get killing knives oh. quiet multiple to make small pieces get sledgehammer crush bones which they did find a sledgehammer in the house okay bring blender and food grinder mm. grind meat oh yeah. that's why he had the meat grinder in his trunk get bleach denature proteins. I don't know what that means, but I bet you your husband knows what that means. <laughs> right? It sounds like I'm a cooking sure term. It does. Get plastic bin for denaturation process. Does not matter where they're killed. Just get rid of bloody spots to prevent to prevent evidence of time of death. But not the mattress or the couches. Oh, okay. Get rid of bodies inside the house. There and my DNA already there. Open up doggy door to provide entryway. He needs to be blamed. The dog? <laughs> Could you imagine? Because there was a dog there. The police found a dog barking. Right, but obviously the dog's not going to be to blame. I guess maybe to make it look like an intruder used the dog door to get entry. Listen, know. this guy doesn't not the brightest grain in the box. Yeah. Flush chunks down toilet, not garbage disposal. Ah. Get plastic sheeting for disposal process. Get hollow point bullets just in case. Will be seen buying bullets. Just use computer room gun. Oh. <laughs> Check to make sure there are bullets. Last resort. He's not alive to claim her half of the insurance. Money all mine. 500000 Flood the house. Covers up evidence. Turn heater up as high as it goes. Speeds decomposi- decomposition. Decomposition. Ble- bleach reacts with luminol, just like blood. Ooh. Douse area with bleach. Oh, so maybe that's the ble- the bleach thing. It's not going to clean <coughs> they the blood. They can't prove it's just gonna what fuck it up is. Their mm-hmm. luminol test. Yeah. Wow, I'm learning so much from and obviously Joel fuck up Jr. any DNA that got left behind at all. Big sprayer lie, as in L Y E lie. Mm. Trash compactor question mark. Body gives times of death. Alibi. Don't have to get rid of body if there is no forensic forensic evidence on the body. His fingerprints and DNA. Bum, bum, bum. So I don't know if that's all that was in the notebook. I'm sure there was more, but that was just some bullet points from Wikipedia. I love it. So there you go. What do you think of Joel Guy Jr.? You were excited about the basting. Real, yeah, I, I love a good basting. 
Do you think he actually used a baster or are you picturing like a scoop situation? Probably a scoop, but I, I would like to envision a baster. That's what I'm going to go with. I mean, if the acid's going right. to decompose bodies, can't yeah. it decompose a $2 baster. Walmart baster? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I got all of this from monstersandcritics.com. Ooh. So there you go. I love it. Great. I was really happy that I was able to find the movie so easily. Because seriously, when you sent me the screenshot, I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. How am I going to find this? Um, again, I don't have my notes. So I want to say I think it's a 1978. I think it's... I'll look it up. I think it's 1987. 87. It could be. That could totally... Ass. Yep. Mm-hmm. Blood rage. No, that ma- yep, that makes a lot of sense, actually. 1987. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. switch the numbers. Uh-huh. Um, it starts off with a bang. So we're at a drive-in movie theater. My and, favorite place to be. And it's fucking everything. It's the music, the hair, the clothes. People were doing drugs and yes. drinking and fucking in the cars. Like, yes. no one's there to watch the movie. Like, it's a scene. Not. It's a fucking scene. Oh, my gosh. What would you give to be there right now? Right now? Oh, my God. If I was Bill and Ted and I was going anywhere back in time. It would be here. It would go, yeah, I would be back at this movie. Um, and there's, we see this woman, an older woman, and she's on a date and the guy's like getting handsy or whatever. And she's like, my boys are in the back. And he's like, yeah, but they're asleep. So her two twin boys and it's, what are those? It's not a suburban, the old cars with the long. Station wagon? Yes. Mm -hmm. So they're asleep in the back. Or so we think. And so the mom and the guy, they start getting like hot and heavy. And the boys are like, ew. So they sneak off, right? Typical boys. I want to say they're like 10 or 11. And also, like how hot and handsy you're getting. You don't notice your kids sneaking out of the. Right. Well, it's again, they're at the drive-in. Who knows? Maybe the movie's loud. I don't fucking know. Okay. But they, they sneak out. They find an axe. Perfect. Yes. There's always an axe lying around at the drive-in Yeah, of theater. course. And so um, these boys are twins, like identical twins. Uh-huh. And one goes up to watch, like looking like peeping Tom into the other cars to watch Ew. people have sex, right? That's creepy. Yeah. So one of the guys calls him out on it. Like, stop being fucking creepy. Yeah, yeah. Little kid. Axe to the head. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> like, within the first five minutes in the movie, I think. Amazing. And, like, they show it, like, axe to the fucking head, man. Amazing. And the girl runs out of the car naked, like, covered in blood, screaming, oh. The mom hears the girl screaming and all the commotion or whatever, then realizes that her boys are gone. Does she realize that her voice just axe murdered somebody? So when she finds them, one of the boys is standing there covered in blood with the axe, but Perfect. kind of like in a in shock, mm-hmm. right? Like not blinking, in like just yeah, just standing there. And the other one's like screaming and like telling the whole story of what went down, like mom this and that and this and that. So then we flash forward like 10 years. And so these kids are like college age kids, like in their Mm. 20s. And the kid that they assume is the one that did the killing has been locked up like in a catatonic state. Assume? Yeah, because he's starting 
<clears throat> to have memories of the night. And he's like, I didn't fucking kill anybody. Yeah. The evil twin switched it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So we've got poor Todd, who's been institutionalized this whole time. His mom brings him a slice of pie every Thanksgiving. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. But their little session, it does not go down well. Uh-oh. Because he's trying to be like, dude, it's Terry. Like, Terry's fucked up. You need to get him And they're like, you're up. just crazy. <clears throat> and the mom's like, stop talking badly about my golden child. I'm like, you're... Wow. Yeah. I can't wait to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't go over well. So she goes home. It's Thanksgiving dinner. They've got the neighbor and, like, a couple other guests. And at dinner, it's announced that her and her boyfriend are getting engaged. Uh oh, Terry's not gonna. Terry is. He fakes it, right? He like gives a whole speech and the whole to Daw, but we know, like, we can see it in his fucking crazy eyes. Yes. And um, they get a phone call like immediately after that. Brother Todd has escaped. (gasps) Bum bum bum. And it's believed that he's headed back. To the apartment complex. Yeah, that but they live Todd's in. probably just trying to come save his family. Well, yeah, but they don't know that. I understand. Yeah. But we know that. But we know that. This might be a good time to tell y'all that, uh, in case you haven't figured it out yet, that obviously, because this came out in the 80s and mine all happened in the 2000s, obviously, this is not a movie based on our crime. Get to work, little sister. That's right. You're the, uh, the official. She doesn't know how to work a cooler, Bailey. <laughs> well, that's not my problem. She's not my little sister. Teach her how to fucking use a cooler. You press the button and then you do that. Um, this is another one where we are. Uh, we just want to do a Thanksgiving Day episode. So I found some Thanksgiving Day family killings and I found a movie that has Thanksgiving Day family yeah. killings. And yeah. here we are. That's the best. I'm good. Okay. It's a half half. Okay. Uh, so. They end dinner. They eat. It's all good. But they end dinner kind of early. The neighbors obviously leave. And the fiance is like, I'm going to go back to my place. Like, everyone lives in the same apartment complex, right? Okay. And so he's like, just have your time. So Terry is taking his girlfriend home. Like, they're leaving. Can we describe what Terry and the other one looks like? (sighs) They're just tall white they're just tall blonde hair i was picturing like, blonde yeah kind of like wavy curlyish, okay. like mop top this is exactly how i was picturing them. Mm-hmm. perfect um and they dress kind of like preppy kind of schoolboy, like okay. polos and whatnot perfect so yeah he's walking out with his girlfriend and they run into the doctor of todd and like uh-huh. her little assistant and they're like we assume he's coming back to the house i love these like kind of halloween vibes we're getting <clears throat> So they're like, help us look for your brother. You're going to know where he could be hiding. Mm -hmm. So he's like, all right, girlfriend, you go do you. I'm going to help these two. Well, he's not helping them. He manages to separate them. He stabs the assistant in the gut with a machete. Wow. And cuts the doctor in two. Yeah. Like from the waist. With a machete. With a machete. Fantastic. They show her body on the ground, like twitching with like her insides coming out. It's the best. It's so good. And so he has like started his little killing spree or whatever. He goes to the fiance's next. Uh-huh. The fiance is sitting like drinking a beer. Mom's fiance, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Cuts the beer, like cuts the whole hand off with the beer. Hey, listen. A little reminiscent of Joel Guy Jr. cutting there you off his go. dad's hands. There you go. And cuts the head in two. Like splits. And there's it. his mom's head. Perfect. Mm-hmm. 
amazing. So the mom now at home alone, she's spiraling. She's popping pills. Yes. Right. She's one of us. Right. She's drinking. She's like, as she should. She keeps trying to call her fiance and he's not answering. So she's like sitting in front of the fridge, fridge wide open, fistfuls of (laughs) Thanksgiving leftovers. (laughs) Just like. sitting on the floor yes and then like manic cleaning she is like (laughs) it's literally everything we do like i know know the whole time i'm like girl you are my everything straight up tweaker cleaning yeah she does every single thing we do when we're stressed oh my god right i know i was dying one of us one of us how bad did she die (sighs) Okay, yeah. sorry, I'm jumping We're really jumping ahead here. Okay, sorry, go ahead. All right, so the girlfriend now kind of fed up, like, I want to know what's happening with my boyfriend, yes. goes back to his house, and she runs into who she thinks is Terry. But it's... It's Todd. Todd. But she notices that something's off. Like, she knows something's different. She's like, Terry, are you high? Like, <laughs> did you get drunk without me? Like... And he's like, no, I'm Todd. Like, super fucking creepy. And he's like, I've never kissed a girl before. Wow, (laughs) Todd. Wow. Also not helping your case of, like, I'm the sane one. Oh, he's weird. I mean, he's been locked up. And and probably heavily medicated with things he didn't need. No, he is off, for sure. He's like a wounded puppy. I guess. I don't know if wounded puppy is the right term whatever but so totally creeps her out obviously right so she books it she's fucking gone smart girl Mm -hmm. run first ask questions later yeah and she bumps in to terry right okay and so he's like trying to calm her down it's like everything's fine the two brothers come face to face and Todd had stumbled across his dead doctor's body. Okay. Right. She had a gun. Mm-hmm. He took the gun and he like wants to kill his brother. Right. But he doesn't have the balls to do it. Didn't they make a movie in the 90s with Macaulay Culkin like this? Like a good brother, bad good brother. Son yeah. Uh-huh. The, yeah. Yep. And they're twins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, for sure. Ahead. And so they're together and... He can't kill his brother. And so the other brother tries to pass it off as he's fucking crazy. He's been killing people. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the girlfriend just isn't quite buying it. She's like reading into it. She's like, something's just really off. She's like, let's call the cops. And Terry's like, oh, bummer. We're not calling the cops, bitch. And flips on her. He's yep. like, I'm going to fucking kill you now. Oh, yeah. Right. So she takes off running for but the... But Terry, that's a little dumb. Why wouldn't you just call the cops? It would be so easy to tell them that you're crazy. Right, you already have the story. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, he's just having his fun at this point. He's, okay, fine. He's, he's fucking crazy. Snapped. Yeah. So she's running throughout the apartment complex now at this point. And she's trying to find help. And she's starting to stumble across all these bodies. Right? Uh-huh. And... She walks into an apartment that the back door is like left open, mm-hmm. and it's because Terry's already been there, 
right? There's a guy beheaded. Okay. There's a dead woman positioned at her vanity in the bedroom uh-huh. with a crying baby. Oh, I don't like that. No, right? So he killed the mom, positioned her in the bedroom. But he did, in he all fairness, didn't, he, he didn't did not kill, kill the baby. No, right? So she finds the baby, gets the baby. He's there, right? So now she's running with this fucking baby. Right. Just leave the baby. He obviously isn't going to kill the baby. Yeah. And so she's looking for a place to hide. Todd's wandering the apartment <laughs> complex. Just being weird. Right. He bumps. <laughs> now, what is Todd? Is Todd dressed in like his hospital gear? No, I'm dressed similar to Todd, like a striped polo, polo. and like a little flannel. Mm-hmm. And Terry's dress. Oh, not even like a flannel. For them, I don't know what their November's like. It's fucking it's, warm it's because in Terry's in like um, a no sleeve okay. shirt. Well, he's also killing a lot. So yeah, he's very hot. It's yeah. been a lot of running around <laughs> and stabbing. Oh, so Todd bumps into this little girl, and this little girl's maybe like eight nine what fucking time is it i don't even know <laughs> right and she's Listen, it's thanksgiving their parents right. are drunk bailey she's a wandering through this fucking like, apartment call. last night you're telling me that if one of my kids didn't sneaky walk out the door we, we wouldn't have no fucking noticed right i mean we were paying attention and we lost one of your kids at the park for like I know, two we were dead so <laughs> and we were paying attention <laughs> so yeah absolutely hmm She's looking for a cat. And so Todd's like, you need oh, to get home. Disgusting. Well, here, trade me. You've already drank all that. Not all of it. Well, Let me see. Yeah, we can trade. Yeah. It's pina. <clears throat> she tried to give me a Smirnoff pina colada. Because remember, off of our last podcast, right? We're still working through the natty seltzers. All of our odd seltzer choices yeah we, i did like the smirnoff berry lemonade i had at your house yesterday and i, I also liked the smirnoff raspberry rose and they also have like a cranberry so the smirnoff isn't bad you don't like the pina i don't colada. like the pina colada because it's very like fake pina colada and it i gotta is. be honest the mushrooms are kicking in and i'm starting to feel a little weird <laughs> um so just a side note there <laughs> i traded her for a natural light seltzer Catalina Lime Mixer, which I like this one. Yeah, it's not bad. The one I had before that was, it just says house rules. It's like a strawberry kiwi. Okay. Well, at least according to the picture. I like that it's called the Catalina Lime Mixer because it reminds me of Step Brothers. Yeah. Catalina Wine Mixer. Oh, Jesus. Now I got to get back on that. Um, the, the little girl's looking for a cat. Yes, thank you. Okay. So he's like, you got to get home. Lock the fucking doors. Don't let anybody in. There's a bad man out here tonight to this poor little fucking girl traumatized could you imagine could you fucking imagine clearly we've already established that her parents are drunks and now this man and now this man is telling her that she needs to go and lock herself up because there's a bad guy out tonight yeah so our poor girlfriend running around with the baby she's knocking on doors and shit well guess whose door she knocks on I don't know. This poor motherfucking little girl. Thank you. At least somebody's paying attention. Thank you. God. It's just the worst. I know. Sorry. I'm trying. (laughs) So she's pounding on the door. Let me in. And the girl's like, I can't. The man told me you'd hurt my kitty. Oh, wow. (laughs) I died. At least she listened. She didn't open the door. though. That's smart. Oh, my God. It was too much. The bad man said you'd hurt my kitty. All right. So while the girlfriend's going through her bullshit, 
Terry decides to kill this lovely couple, this college couple, who's just finished fucking on the diving board at the apartment complex pool. I love the 80s movies. They're the best. (laughs) It's like an indoor pool. And they're like naked, just laying on top of each other on the diving board. And Terry rolls up with his machete. (laughs) Let's go, Terry. Oh, my God. I can already tell Terry's Bailey's new favorite person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, finally, the poor girlfriend with the baby ends up at this stupid indoor pool where she's trying to hide. What is So this is a pool at the apartment complex. Correct. Okay. Where it's super warm in November, but they still have an indoor pool for whatever. No good reason. Yeah. She, like, puts the baby in, like, one of those pool lockers. (laughs) Better hope he doesn't kill you, bitch. They will never find the baby. I know. Uh, and so in this indoor pool yet again, oh, wait a minute. I have to rewind. <laughs> okay. We got to go back to mom. Oh, well, last I heard mom was drunk. Eating right. Leftovers. I know. I got to go back to mom. I'm leaving out her part of the story. Okay. So she does her initial spot. She blacks out. Perfect. Passes out. Exactly <laughs> what you should be doing, mom. Yep. In the hallway. It's Ta- a, it, the same Thanksgiving B and I had. Todd finds her. Okay. Right. Picks her up, carries her to bed, or so we think. And the two of them have a moment. And it's like the mom is trying. She can't figure out if it's Todd or Terry, right? Because she's Uh so fucked up. Of course. And they're identical twins. Right. She showers, sobers up a little bit. Okay. A little bit to the point that she can start harassing the phone operators to find her fiance. Like, if she can't call him and he won't answer, then obviously the operators can do something. Perfect. Uh (laughs) Like, screaming at them. And then finally gets the sense, like, bitch, you live in the same apartment complex. Like, just go over there. Yeah, but that's dangerous right now. She doesn't know that. She's been fucked up in her house the whole time. She <laughs> she does know that because she thinks that the crazy side right, is on the That's the only thing is that she knows that Todd's out there, right? So okay. she eventually, she does. She goes over to the fiance's, finds him dead. Yep. Right. So now that's where mom is. Mom has just found. She's screaming. Yeah. Fiance is dead. His head is split open. The beer has been wasted. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst case scenario. Okay? That's the real loss for Bailey is the spilled beer. <laughs> So now we're back at the indoor pool. The girlfriend has just hit the baby. And now Todd and Terry are face to face yet again. Uh Right. They decide since Todd is such a pussy and couldn't shoot Terry the first go around. They're going to like have a fist fight this time. Perfect. Right. Really. They decide that. Well, (laughs) it's fantastic. It's like what it comes down to. Okay. Hmm. Terry ends up pushing Todd into the pool. Todd gets out of the pool. Terry's about to kill him when the mom comes out of fucking nowhere. Okay, mom. And unloads like a clip into Terry. She knows. Or she thinks it's Todd. She thinks it's Todd. Oh, shit. Right? So she fucking unloads on Terry. Terry's dead. She has this whole like moment with Todd where she's like holding him. And Todd doesn't know if she knows, like, who he is, right? Uh-huh. So he's just kind of going with it. Does Todd pretend he's Terry for the rest of his life? No. Because <laughs> that would be the best plot twist. So she's like, now it's just you and me. Like, it always just should have been you and me. 
So she's talking mad shit about Todd not knowing it's Todd. So now Todd has to kill her. And so Todd's like, you know it's Todd, right? (laughs) (laughs) And so she loses it. Oh All right, mom. Mom is done. So, like, my favorite character. Mom, no. mom is done. So, mom shoots herself in the head. What? Mm-hmm. Right. Whoa. She she's done. She can't. I was not expecting yeah. the shooting yourself in the head. She lost her fiance. The spilled beer. She killed the wrong kid. She killed her golden boy. She's done. Mm-hmm. Kills herself. Great. Right. So Todd's like fetal position like just broken forever and this girlfriend is standing there <laughs> still <laughs> has been standing there this whole time she now has the baby and her and the baby have a very creepy bond like oh. she's obsessed with this baby now like okay she's, well, she, she went through a lot bailey she's keeping this baby all right yeah and the movie ends with the sounds of um sirens finally coming yeah right after 20 literally after literally everybody in the fucking apartment complex is dead (laughs) besides the little girl and her cat and the baby that's so funny (laughs) so yeah best thanksgiving movie ever that's amazing the best so and how many skulls do you give it five five skull review five plus whoa five and a half skulls the clothes the hair the music the sex the drugs the everything like just it gave it to me. The violence. And it was like fast pace. Well, it was secret twin. Oh, sequel. <laughs> what Did you look if there was a sequel? No. What if there's a sequel that you're missing out on? Oh, no. But speaking of sequels, I did recommend a movie to you. Yeah, that I never watched. That you never watched. And I'm trying to remember if I even... I have no. my phone. I can look on the text message. Yeah, see what it's called because it was phenomenal. It has something to do with Northern California. It was. Redwood, Redwood I, Murderer. I want to or... say like, yeah, the Redwood Killer. Or... Anyways, so talk about that. How it's was it? so good. Yeah. Another movie that really just hit right out of the ballpark for me. It was everything. It opens up with just bodies being slaughtered and chopped Ooh. up. Everybody dies. The killer's super creepy. There's like weird twists. And I would just highly recommend it. It's a good one. Great. I'm looking for it. But God I'm damn having it. a hard time finding it. Right. Because we. T- <laughs> oh, Redwood Massacre. Yes. Totally. Based on a horrifying true story. That's what it says on the poster. Of course, I missed that part completely. So forget everything Bailey just said about it. Oh, my God. Wipe it from your memory. <laughs> We'll do a podcast episode about it. <laughs> I want to look it up right now, but I don't Why want to just dead Why am I so air. stupid? I don't know. <laughs> it's literally on the phone. <laughs> Blame your mom for making you blonde. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. We're broken. So there you go. There's your... And so B's look of the week. She's dressed like... I'm dressed like Todd. Todd. Be- because Terry was wearing like this weird... I could have done like a cut off sleeve shirt. It just wouldn't wouldn't have been the same. So... So she's dressed like, who did you just say? Todd. 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 Yep. So she has on like a striped polo. We're going to take a picture with her machete. I do have the machete again. turkey leg. Yep. Mm -hmm. Or a piece of pie. Yeah, absolutely. We could do either or. Love it. I could be cutting into the pie with the machete. You could. You could totally be doing that. (laughs) We have a whole photo shoot. All these things for you guys to look forward to on our Instagram. 
That's right. And I'm sure we'll talk about Married at First Sight, but this is your chance now. If you want to bail, bail. Right. Run. Run for the hills. And thanks for listening. And we love you. I'm going to pause it because I have to pee. And then oh we'll my talk God. some Married at First Sight. Okay. So we're back from peeing from our pee break. Speak for yourselves. B was smart. She stayed in the warmth. It's not really warm, but the warmth underneath her blanket in the pod shed. I made the mistake of going into my warm house. And then had to come all the way back. I know. And did not want to leave it. But Mm -hmm. here we are. We're back. We're back. We are all done with the important part of the podcast. Now it's just us rambling. So (laughs) do you want to catch me all up on? I mean, how much Married at First Sight do you want to talk about? You have the whole season to talk about that I haven't seen. I know. I I was not aware that you were still only a few episodes in. So let's just cover your episodes. Because a lot. who they are. A lot happened in your first three episodes. There's the girl who's a. It ended up being like mistaken identity. Or I, so we think. Okay, so name off the couples for me real quick. So Tristan and, Mia are, Tristan and Mia are the couple that you're talking about. They are our new religious couple, right? Oh, they're religious? Mm-hmm. They're both. Oh, yeah, she's super of, religious. Mm-hmm. That's one of the reasons they were picked for each other. Yep. Mm-hmm. And she, but Miss Religious, couldn't get on the flight because there was a warrant out for her? Correct. That she claims that she didn't know about... And I mean, I believe that because who would go to the airport to try to leave the country if who you knew on this whole show with background checks? Yeah, if you knew you had a warrant out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he can't get on the plane to their honeymoon. Correct, because she has a warrant. Mm-hmm. And then our other two couples. Oh, I don't know that I know either of their. Okay, so you know us. We go off descriptions. Yeah, there's the Dodds. I know the last name. Right, oh. they look a lot alike. They're okay. very. They're the small couple. They're the petite couple. No, I don't remember B, but oh. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> they look a lot like each other. They're very petite. Um, they hit it off immediately, uh-huh. and they're like the perfect couple. They have not fought ever. Are they having sex? Yes. Okay. Wow. They didn't have sex the first night at the wedding, yeah, but they no. did have sex on their honeymoon. Cool. And then, um, but are they like passive aggressive at all towards no. each other? No Mm-mm. weird nope. vibes? I know. Mm-mm. Everyone's trying to call them out like it's not possible. And they're like, no, we're good. Like, wow. I know. So I know. So far, so good. The only problem is, is that he does eventually say that he loves her uh-huh. and she hasn't said it back. Well, I mean, she's only known you for like two weeks, it, my guy. So that's the thing. That's okay. that's the only problem that those two have. That's, she like fosters dogs. Like oh, the day nice. they moved in, she brought home a puppy. Mm-hmm. Like that's how crazy it is. And he's just like, yeah, I'm down. Let's do this. Dude, that sounds great. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the problem I have with the whole show in general is this idea that like you you have to love them because you're married to them. It's like, right. But you still have only known each other for like a week. Mm-hmm. You can't love anybody in a week. So that was the thing about Tristan and Mia. So like, why do you keep saying his name so weird? Is it Tristan or is it Trish? No, I, don't know. I guess. Is it spelled Tristan? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know either. Yeah. I don't even remember his name. So I'm going to go off whatever you want to say. Um, let's call him Tris for short. Yeah, but so they because they go through that whole weird thing with her being taken away and the whole case of mistaken identity yeah, like, it was like somebody who like stole all of her stuff they or... go from like a two to a ten overnight wow because him choosing to stay with her he did and he had every because it was a few days that he was stuck like in a like a like a hotel room yeah 
waiting to find out what happens Correct. to her. He he never wants back down. The producers had no idea. Nope. They did a whole background check. She came out clean. Everything happened after the show had already finalized. Yeah. And so I guess somebody took a bunch of her stuff and like stole her car. Stole her car, and so it was like a mis. I guess, but it's still weird because it was someone that she knew, like it was within her friend circle. Oh, it was a guy. It was an ex of hers. That's what it was. Maybe trying to make her look crazy. Yeah, because it was like she was a stalker. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. it wasn't that it was a stolen identity. It was more like a setup. No, it was both because that's what they pa- that's like how they passed it off was like that person stole your identity and then stalked this ex-boyfriend of yours and did weird things. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. I don't know if I believe them, but okay. that's why I'm like, it's weird. That's super weird. Okay. Mm-hmm. So but now they love each other because mm-hmm. he chose to hang around, which I don't know if I would have. I wouldn't have. Yeah, that's a lot to take on. Yeah, to be like, on. He's like a young, cute guy. Yeah, to be on your honeymoon and to have that person taken away and then Dude, to hear that they had like multiple counts of stalking and then this mistaken yeah, identity. Out I, there, I, dude, I, I'm sure. fucking, I'm out. I'm done. I am not that strong. And then the other couple, I also, I don't even know how to describe them. She's blonde, right? Very blonde. That's all I can picture is and, her being super blonde. And it's, an issue in their relationship. Her being blonde? <laughs> what? Yeah. Because he had expressed during the interviews. He wanted dark hair? That he was naturally attracted to tall brunettes. Okay. But he is nothing but affectionate towards her and complimentary of her. He's also like, hey, do you want to go to the hairdresser? And like, no. But because of that, she's so insecure. She like finds those things, even though he's not saying it. So they do. Why they does ha- she even know about that? Okay. I guess they talk about their interviews. Oh. Right. Okay. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, it came up in the interview that that was like his thing. Or I think she had even asked like, what's your sexual fantasy? And he said like Jessica Beale or Jessica Albers. So she was already trying to oh, yeah, set no, him up to a, find something. A thousand to... percent. And that's all their relationship is, is her setting them up for an argument about. Mm-hmm. Even though he's like, I cannot tell you enough. Like I am super attracted to you. And they're we, both in their thirties, right? Yeah. We have sex every day. Wow. Yeah. Every day. Every day. Mm-hmm. Good God. I know. He's like, I make it clear. Like, he got her a fucking horse-drawn carriage. <laughs> For and- what? Exactly. Just to have one? <laughs> to make her feel special. I know, but I meant, because- like, was, was it, like, Valentine's Day? <clears throat> no, to make her feel special because she's so insecure. Like, that's what she needs constantly. Wow. I think she's the type Damn. of girl that needs flowers, like, every day. Oh, or- my gosh. Yeah. That's so much. It's so much. Mm-hmm. Jesus. I know. I, I'm not a dude, but I would not be able to handle that. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to handle it. And he's, I think he's doing a good job. He even, they do get into like a real big fight. And he's like, yeah, I know I'm being a dick. I'm pushing bounds just to see what I can get away with right now. Cause I'm so sick of always trying to make it easy for her. And she calls him out on being a dick. He's like, yeah, I'm being a dick. And then they just laugh and make up and it's fine. Okay. And I'm like, yeah okay all right listen mm-hmm. it takes all types i know so takes all types make it's the world a go fucking roller coaster how much fun so you're almost to the end though huh i am 
I'm glad I didn't watch the ending. I was like almost trying to hurry to finish, thinking that you might be <laughs> so close. Not even close. All right, so let's do your official predictions before, because I'm assuming you'll have it done by next week. So, who do you think is going to stay together? Who's okay, stay the religious couple. I, I, I hope they're just done. They're just they're too up and down for me. Wait, which ones? Tris, Tristan, Tris, Tristan, Tris, and Mia. Tris and Mia, you think they're done? I think they're done. You just want them to be done? No, I mean they're they could be done. Okay. They, I really think the only thing that's keeping them together is the fact that they every time they like hit their lowest, it's like oh, but we signed up for marriage, so we got to stay married, kind of a thing. Okay, so we think that the Dodds, <laughs> yeah, the Dodds, the the ones who look alike, uh huh, the two petite people that you keep harping on the fucking the, how short they are. <laughs> they're very, they're very little people. <laughs> um, As a short person, I'm very offended. <laughs> I think they're absolutely going to stay together. I think she needs to say, "I love you back." That would help. Mm-hmm. But, but I do. They I seem think. pretty perfect for each other. They do. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then what about Blondie and Pushover? They're, they could go either way. They're my wild card. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say they stay together. Okay. We'll say the stay together but divorced in. Yes. A thousand percent. Yeah. It, it's not going to. not going to end well. All right. Well, there's your predictions. Mm-hmm. How exciting. Watch along. See, see what's happening on Married at First Sight. I'd say that this is probably my favorite season. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wait until you get to season nine. It'll blow your socks off. I can't wait. And because at some point it also turns into four couples. Oh, wow. And now Ben Ooh. says, because season nine's a few years ago, or maybe not a few years ago, but it's a few seasons ago. And so Ben says now they're up to the point where it's like five or six couples. <clears throat> oh, I, I do like the increased interaction between the couples. Yes. But I feel like that takes away time from the professionals interacting with them. Who knows? I feel like they get less of that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll see if they're successful or not. Anything else you want to talk about? No. We need to be done. We're disasters. I know. (laughs) We are hot messes. It's not good, guys. It's not. It's not a pretty picture. Are your mushrooms kicking in, Bailey? Not as much as I'd like them to be. Oh, my God. We should switch bodies. All right, guys. <laughs> so CB's look of the week. Pictures pertaining to the cases. THC. Can't wait to see these fucking pictures. <laughs> THC podcast on Instagram. THC true on Twitter. Um, uh, oh, What is it on Facebook? I Does know. anybody know? THC. True Hollywood crime. True, yeah. It's on Facebook. Podcast. On podcast. <laughs> I got to go, Bailey. I cannot sit in the shed with you for one more minute and do this. Love you, bye. I really, really can't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. No. Just end it. I'm trying. You won't stop making me laugh. All right. We got to go. Um, thank you so much if you listened. We will be back next week, I swear to God. <laughs> and... Uh, uh we'll see you guys we'll see you next time bailey say goodbye see you next time bye see you next time bye